This is Pucks and Bolts with Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. Going into our storm surge, the Lightning are taking on Nashville tonight, fans. And so this is what you guys need to look out for. Casey, let's start with our problematic players. And I'm going to start with a guy that we are all very, very familiar with, and that is Ryan McDonough. He's not a guy Mm -hmm. that's going to necessarily push up into the offense, but he's a very, very sound defensive guy. He's very structured. And this is going to be a a very good defensive team that the Lightning are going to take on. And they've taken on some really high-scoring teams of late, but taking on a a really good defensive team is, is going to be a little bit different. This mm-hmm. this Predators team, um, they're they're coming into this game having won their last three, but they're only eight and nine on the season, and they want to be doing a lot better. They're five, four, and zero oh at home, um, and this is a team that they they really don't. You know, whenever you look kind of like on paper, they're not a big scoring team, and so what they do well is they try to defend their guys, you know, the team that they're playing from getting too many goals because Mm -hmm. they're only going to put up an average, you know, their average right now is 2.8 goals per game. So they're not putting up the same amount of goals that the lightning are the lightning average 3.4 goals per game. So they're, they're just a little bit more defensively stout. So Ryan McDonough is a guy for me that you're going to have to know how to work around him and maybe see if you can get him out of his structure. Because like I said, he's a very structured player. If you can get him out of his structure, then you're going to have a little bit more of a chance and opportunity to get at their goal and, and really make your offense count. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then kind of sticking to defense for a second, you have Roman Yossi who's leading in the assist column for these guys. And he's got uh, 68 attempted shots here. So he's somebody who, as a defensive player, likes to get involved offensively, likes to try to put pucks on net there. And while you mentioned the key thing, this is not a high-scoring team, high-volume team. They do defend way more. These are those shots that will sneak in on you, kind of like Meyer's shot did from the blue line mm-hmm. versus Calgary on Thursday. So he's a big one to point out. Um, I feel like it's an obvious one to say Philip Forsberg because he leads the team with goals and then 11 assists, 17 points. Their top six players over at Nashville are all in the negative column by five or more. So that alone tells you how much easier it is to get and keep this team on their heels over and over and over again. But the most important guy, I'm not going to make Forsberg mine, um, aside from saying Roman Yossi, it's going to be uh, Mikhail Grunland. 12 assists, 13 points, six points in his last eight games. This team is convinced that he is a going to start finding a hot streak here and he's going to continue to help distribute the puck to set his team up for the ultimate success. The guys feel like they're starting to build a lot more chemistry around him. He's starting to get stronger reads on players and the guys that he's on the line with the first and third line on this Nashville team are the most problematic lines. So those are my top two guys, but we would be remiss Kaylee and I to never mention those people that are going to stir up the most issues when it comes to the physicality. And it is Matt Duchesne who has 22 minutes in the penalty box already so far this season. He loves to try to get under people's skin. He loves to be irritable and he loves to try to get teams out of their structure. So if they're already playing so defensively and then you've got a gnat in your ear who tries to get you flustered and to feed into fighting and stuff, um, 
he can cause up some issues and cause a lack of structure for this team that's starting to find more of a rhythm, more of a structure. And that consistency in the lines that Coach Cooper did on Thursday, I would love to see uh, again tonight versus the Predators. So, Kaylee, you mentioned some really good things as you were talking about Ryan McDonough. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's time for you to give us your uh, Kaylee's corner. Let us know in general as a whole what we should be looking out for tonight's matchup. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm going to keep it simple for this Kaylee's corner. The reality is, is Steven Stamkos is starting to, you know, you go back and forth between having an edge and then, ha and, and, and having maybe not as much of an edge, you know, the ebb and flow of scoring. Steven Stamkos is the all time point leader versus Nashville for this lightning team. He has 29 points. That's 15 goals and 14 assists and 22 games played. So, Steven Stamkos knows Ryan McDonough very well. And I think Steven Stamkos, I, I think that this is going to be a game where they're not going to be overly in the penalty box. I don't imagine either team is going to really push too much on that. I wouldn't rely on special teams if you're the Lightning to, to really save you. So mm -hmm. what do you have to do? You have to get into a really good flow, even strength. Steven Stamkos, I think that he is going to be the guy tonight for the Lightning. So the second line, and specifically Stammer, I think he's going to really help this Lightning team shine and really get going for this Bolts crew. Um, and and I'll throw another guy out there for you. Uh, it, it, it's kind of almost like I'm I'm almost doing a reversal. Problematic players for the Lightning that that you know I, I'm watching out for tonight I think again this second line is going to do something but I really like the way that the third line is gelling with Colton and Perry and and mm -hmm. that look there so I also think that the third line is going to get involved in some action because we've talked about it before all lines have to get involved for this team yep. to be successful and to have success so I think that somebody on the third line, maybe it'll be Colton, maybe it'll be Perry. Um, and, but I think somebody on the third line is going to is gonna find themselves in a situation tonight where they're going to get some action. Um, so that's my corner, kind of looking out, looking after those guys, the second and third lines um, for this Bolts team. I think that they can do some real damage. And I think that because of the way that they play, they might have more success against uh, this Nashville defensive team, you know, then, then maybe that top line, although the top line, they're always good, but if the top line doesn't produce as much tonight, I think it'll be fine. As long as that second and third line kind of pick up the slack for them. Yeah. Which, um, you mentioned so many great keys, which takes me to, uh, Casey's keys and really agreeing with everything that you just said there. Um, they need more lines involved, but first and foremost, my first key is load up in the shot column. They need to spend as much time trying to get shots on goal, especially going against a solid defensive team that spends so much time in their D zone and they need to make quick decisions and have clean passing lanes in order to execute. So loading up in the shot column is going to dwindle down to clean passing lanes, better execution, big communication, and building off of Thursday's performance. Um, my second key is Kaylee, you mentioned special teams, but because of some of the numbers that I was seeing between Duchesne and um, Janot and Lozen and Smith, these guys all have well over 22 minutes in the penalty box. So I feel like having four or excuse me, three of them, 22 and up one of them, 18 and up having that many guys that are loading up in the penalty box minutes there. Uh, I feel like they're going to try to fluster them. And I feel like they are going to 
antagonize them enough to maybe end up in the penalty box. The good news being if they're the antagonist, if they start the fight or if they create the issue, roughing interference, any of the uh, cheeky things that you can do out there on the ice, they're the ones in the box and then bolts end up on the power play. It's when you feed into those issues that both guys might end up in the penalty box and add the time on both ends there. So hopefully they don't feed into it, but that means that if they do end up on a lot of power plays, they have to capitalize tonight. So they can't be one for two. They've got to have that 50% and over when it comes to power play or special team success versus the predators. And then lastly, I know we talk about this a lot, but a little bit of a different angle here with this team. The third key that I have is winning faceoffs. The Preds rank four in the NHL in faceoff percentage at 53.7%. Among the NHL players who have taken at least 200 faceoffs, Ryan Johansson is second at 64.2%. Um, Johansson has won at least 50% of his faceoffs in a franchise record of 21 consecutive games. So they have a very dangerous faceoff guy there. And what do we talk about when it comes to faceoffs? The more faceoffs you win, the better positioning you put your team in on the ice, which also can create those odd man rushes depending on where the face-off is. And then they also have to be cautious with face-offs because it's not just Ryan Johansson that can cause an issue. It's Colin Sissons in his first NHL. Um, he leads first in the NHL for shorthanded face-offs, one with 36. Shorthanded being a big issue for this team as they have let up. Is it still just five, Kaylee? Right? Shorthanded goals that the Bolts have let yeah. up. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So as this team is, you know, unfortunately had five, five shorthanded goals scored on them, you know, Colton could be one of those guys on the predators that can add to that column. And they definitely don't want to do that. Cause whenever there's a shorthanded goal involved, that typically takes any sort of momentum and energy away from the Tampa Bay lightning that are doing quite well right now. And in a great building phase. So uh, load up in the shot column. If you do end up on a lot of power play opportunities, they need to capitalize over 50% and they have to win face-offs or at least be half and half when it comes to going against one of the top teams in the NHL for face-offs and do not give up any shorthanded opportunities because this team will capitalize on it. And that would be an unfortunate game to come meet and say hello to your friend, Ryan McDonough. You want to say hello and then you want to serve him a humble loss and then you want to yeah, go exactly. back home and then write him about it later. You don't want to... <laughs> <laughs> go there, hand him the game, and then have to talk about it after the fact. So those are those are my keys um, heading into this matchup. Tampa Bay Lightning taking on the Nashville Predators at 7 p.m. tonight. Yeah, it's going to be a really fun game to see, Casey. And I do have to mention before we, before we sign off for now, um, again, keep following Pucks and Bolts uh, on Twitter for the latest and greatest action. But the re in addition to, you know, he's your friend, but you know, <laughs> I understand it. This he played in his 800th game on Thursday night. So it's not like tonight is like, you know, Thursday was special, but tonight right. that, it's just number 801. So hand him the loss, say, Hey, give him a <laughs> hug. Uh, maybe go singing on Broadway again, like you guys there did the last go. time, you know, and then uh, and then head out with your head held high, knowing that now you have four wins in a row coming home for Thanksgiving week. And of course, Casey and I will have all of the action for you, even on Thanksgiving week. The Lightning have two home games and we will be there to cover both of them, both in person there. So probably doing some after skates. So be sure to keep your eye out for pucks and bolts. The next two podcasts are going to come up on Tuesday and Saturday. So be sure to follow pucks and bolts, wherever you guys get your podcast. But like I said, we are probably going to have maybe a little extra, a little, uh, a little goodie for you on Monday and Friday 
um, maybe some after skate action as Casey and I will let you know what the bolts are up to as they take on uh, some teams next week. But first off, you know, Casey, we got to keep our eyes in front of us. They're taking on Nashville today. And of course, like I said, you guys will have all of the updates there and at pucks and bolts on Twitter. Uh, be sure to download the Odyssey app because that is the best place to find pucks and bolts wherever you get your podcast. You can find it, but Odyssey is the way to go. Turn on the auto download button. And then anytime we have a new episode, even those after skate episodes, it'll come directly to your phone and so that you can listen and be up to date on what the Tampa Bay Lightning are doing. I'm Kaylee Mizell. You can follow me at Kaylee Mizell. She's Casey Hudson. You can follow her at the sports case. That's K-A-S-E. Thank you guys so much for joining us and we'll catch you next time.